0: Gotta, gotta, cast all, gotta cast cast them all. all, gotta cast them all all, Pokemon! Welcome to Gotta Cast Them All, the Bounce and Pokemon podcast And today, amongst some of the news, which we'll talk about in just a moment We are going to be covering the Pokemon Presents from I should have written down the date again uh, Friday the 26th of February 2021 And the announcements contained within I'm always Mike, and I'm always Darren fucking should write down the day every time and i don't and it's really annoying Huh, yes so a pokemon announcement happened as everybody predicted as pokemon day uh was on the saturday following the friday is that correct it was the 27th yeah. of feb that's right yeah yeah um we all knew that something was coming and it was just confirmed the thursday night that friday sort of middle of the day three o'clock ish for us but obviously different times across the world that we'd be getting another pokemon presents it's following the pattern that we've had for the past two or three years now where we'll get one at the end of february obviously last year's was saying hey there's going to be a dlc pack and one previous was the announcement of sword and shield this one i mean it's, it's the odd year out and uh, it's shown mm-hmm. <laughs> but um we'll, we'll get more into those announcements but we figured it wasn't actually worth doing a uh, a bit of sweet for the state of play that's playstation's uh, direct so to speak um so we thought we'd just tag it on at the start here because there wasn't a lot to talk about there either if you don't mind just indulge us and we'll uh, we'll talk about some playstation things before getting to the actual pokemon stuff
1: yeah it was a little bit of a I don't know whether they saw Nintendo Direct not go down universally well, and thought, we can steal some thunder. Um, And I think, on the whole, it was better. They didn't hit you with all that many games, compared to the Nintendo Direct of just, like, here's all the Japanese RPGs. Um, But it it wasn't exactly like a massive stride forward, either. They didn't announce anything new, I don't think. Uh, Maybe one new game in amongst all of it, but most of it was just his bigger and better looks of what's coming up in the first six months of the year which is basically what uh nintendo tried to do but i think sony seems just from general opinion seems to have landed it a bit better
0: yeah uh, it's i, I still of the opinion that that nintendo wants to kill off directs. i don't think they enjoy doing them anymore and uh that last one was more than enough proof to prove that theory but PlayStation are very much trying I think the problem is is that a lot of the the things that PlayStation want to talk about, their big IPs are made by, you know they're not made in-house, they're made by other studios that they have purchased, so there isn't a fat lot to talk about, for example it started off with going hey remember Crash 4 and we you already know that it's coming to PlayStation 5 well it's still coming to PlayStation
1: 5 yeah so that was good a strange end. not i thought for sure ratchet and clank uh rift apart would be the forefront would be the thing that started off particularly if you told me a platformer was going to start it off i would have put good money on it being ratchet and clamp but that was conspicuous by its absence as was horizon forbidden west which are the two big ips that are kind of on the horizon i don't think we've got dates for either of those yet maybe mm. ratchet and clank has one yeah
0: ratchet and clank is out this summer um oh, it does right, have a date i can't remember it off the top of my head uh
1: but obviously we have nothing for horizon yet yeah uh, that's worrying um but yeah so they opened up with a game we knew were coming they kind of closed with a game we kind of knew was coming as well it was the more the meaty middleware stuff looked decent if in like not universally interesting. there's some games on there i'm like that has ps plus game of the month written all over it <laughs> yeah uh that
0: that's something we'll talk about at the end as well uh so yeah crash force coming uh we saw some more of returnal which is a new game by house mark who did Rezogun, which was great um I, I just look at returnal and go this is a great game
1: for somebody else
0: <laughs> this <is> like, <laughs> yeah this looks like a polished experience for somebody who wants
1: this game and that person is not me I kind of agree, like, the, the whole Majora's mass resetting thing, I'm like, okay, well, that solves some of the problems I have with, like, Bloodborne, which is what like, this game looks a little like to me, at the very least, but then they called it a roguelike, and having never played one of those, I don't know if it's for me, so, yeah, very again, PlayStation Plus Game of the Month written all over this bad boy. If I'm not paying for it, <laughs> I'm probably going to give it a bit more leniency. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't see this
0: uh, particularly lasting long until it's given out for free. I mean, we all saw what happened to Destruction All-Stars. That game was going to be like a full price £70 game that then they chucked out for free. And then when it goes away, it's going to be retail for 20 quid. So, pff, never mind, I guess. Uh, well. <laughs> I will say, I still think the PlayStation 5 launch was very strong, but... It's hard to deny that some of these earlier titles are not meeting expectations, even though I'm really enjoying Destruction All-Stars. I hope that Returnal is good, but I still haven't seen something that would make me want to buy it yet. So, okay. PS yeah. Plus it is.
1: <laughs> plus the, the the difficulty on that gives me... This is a state of play that gave me a little bit of a, an existential crisis. Um that I was like, it started maybe question my abilities as a gamer because I looked at Return and thought, that looks really difficult. And having tried mm. to play Bloodborne and found out very quickly that is too difficult for my Snowflake ass, that I, I, again, if I'm not playing it for free, I really don't feel like paying full price for it just to get my ass kicked like over and over again because I just don't get enjoyment out of that style of gaming. No. Uh,
0: some people do, some people don't. It, it's uh, It's one of those things. I don't think it looks... That difficult. I think the problem I have with it is that they said very explicitly in, in the thing for that is that if you die, you go back to the beginning, which obviously is the roguelike element. But I just roguelikes are just like dime a dozen nowadays. Along with games with like a sixteen-bit art style, just it used to be cute. Now it's annoying when another one gets added to the pile. So
1: true. I don't know. No. At least most well, most of those are 16-bit. At least this one, they've, you know, they've made it look like a triple A title, so maybe that's its unique selling point, is it doesn't look... I mean, like, Hades is the poster child at the moment for that style of game, and that looks like it could have been made for a snet. So... That's true. Kind of making it, like, you know, look like it does might be the way they're trying to get round, kind of, that's what it's adding to the, the genre.
0: Maybe. I mean, we'll see. It's probably going to go onto PS Plus. Uh... The next announcement was actually a new game um, that we'd not seen before from Slow Clap, which is the studio that did Absolver. Now that was a PlayStation Plus game. I'm not sure whether you played that. So I'm just doing the Slow Clap.
1: Um... <laughs> uh, no, I didn't play Absolver.
0: Ah, it was it was an interesting game. I th- um, it was it was very martial arts based, but I found it quite slow and clunky. Right. Um, I understood what it was going for with this kind of like really strange emaciated world, and he added some interesting art design for sure, Uh, but their new game Sifu looks to be solving the slow and clunky problems so maybe this might be worth a look in Um, Mm. it is a third person action game with apparently intense kung fu combat with unprecedented authenticity, so that's interesting Um, I thought it it looked like old boy the game the second they
1: dropped you into a fucking corridor full of enemies, but uh that's just me like, and my korean ass brain on the go i was like this looks like the daredevil corridor fight simulator we never got <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm okay with that yeah it's all right I, I don't know whether this is going to be a full price title though i very much doubt it yeah it, it looks not indie but like console indie if you know what i mean like it, it's yeah. going to have an interesting little niche but i wouldn't see this You know, I don't think they're pushing this as, like, a real tentpole game you need to pay attention to. But again, looks interesting. It's, it's, that, the fluidity coming through, which I think the PS5 needs to kind of set itself apart from the PS4, is not pushing the graphics necessarily, but pushing what that extra processing power can do. And if you're acting that quickly and all the combat looks that smooth, that's interesting. If that is like mm. an, a cut-price indie game, that I might not even necessarily wait for that to be free. If that's like twenty, thirty quid, that might be worth a looking. It really might be. Uh, they've got the pedigree behind them. Absolver was a good game. It
0: was just it was plagued with the slowness. And if, if this is coming to PS5, it can take advantage of the processing power, like you say. This is definitely worth keeping an eye on. I was very surprised that this looked as good as it did because most first times we see games. You're like I don't know, and it's just it's one of those situations where you've got to wait for more information. But concept alone, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I'm really interested. What came after that? Oh yeah, do you remember the fucking dodgeball game from oh. the, from the direct? It's back in PS4 form. Fantastic, more battle royale, wonderful. I just. I can't be fucking doing with this. This is like one of those games that gets focus group to shit, isn't it? It's just, yeah. What 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 are the kids into? They're into hero shooters, battle royale, shrinking maps, and sport. Cool, make it
1: happen. Are they into dodgeball though? That's like, I know they were trying to find that niche of like, well, we can't have guns. There was that one that had everyone, but it was just like a melee combat battle royale. So they've done that. So is ball sport the only place left to go? Like, because I've already did paintball with Pikmin. So, not Pikmin. Uh, with uh, Splatoon. Splatoon. Why did I say Pikmin? Yeah. Um, I a, pi- know. a Pikmin battle royale. Now you're talking. Um, <laughs> Everybody throwing red Pikmin at each other. I'm down. Yeah. Speaking of Pikmin, Kenner Bridge of Spirits. Uh, oh, that's not next. Oh, that would have been a brilliant segue. That's annoying. Let's let's do it. Because they showed it off. They did. Um, This again this was top of the tree for ps plus special like this is the screaming concrete genie to me but and it's surprising that sony beat nintendo to zelda plus pikmin like you would have thought nintendo would have done that first but here we are i actually thought this looked pretty good it looks it looks real nice
0: it looks like a dreamworks film in all the right ways yes and none of the wrong ways which is very cool yeah. Um, the, now this is the interesting thing cause it's coming out in August uh, did they have a, a, an exact date or was it just was it just August I can't remember um, either way it doesn't matter it's coming out the back end of summer um, they yeah. are selling it um, the standard edition for $39.99 mm-hmm. so mm, no, no, the thing is a $60 game is full price so this is coming out what a £25 game here
1: potentially right well that might be just because i mean that might be because you know it's clearly edging towards more of a kid-friendly vibe and i think it's kind of it's really over the top to charge 70 pound for a kid focused game mm. i can't see that happening I mean, that's just a bad business model if you're going to charge 70 beat for the games that are more skewing towards adults because then they can well afford is a very loose term there but Certainly, they can afford it more than if you know your, your six or seven year old comes saying, "This looks like a really good game," and then you find out it's seventy pounds. So, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a market. It's quality. Maybe it's a, a case of well, no, we need to market some games cheaper for for the kids, for the youth. Um, but uh, it's yeah, that's, that, that's hopefully it was, it's economics, not um, not a mark of like it's going to be really short or they haven't got a lot of faith in it.
0: Yeah. There's two things that came out of this that kind of shocked me. For one, it's coming to PlayStation 4. which Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that's the weird bit to me. Cause I'm not saying the PlayStation 4 is incapable of doing this, but this what they're showing off very much looks like the PlayStation 5 version of the game. Mm. So it'd be interesting to see if what they're showing off is actually attainable on PlayStation 4 or whether it will have a quite the graphical downgrade. That will be interesting. The other thing that's interesting to me, at the very least... I was reading through the press release for this game. You know those little black creatures that are yes. the main folks of the game? The little Pikmin things? The minions, basically. The minions. Yeah. Uh, they're called Rot. As in, like, actual, like, Rot. Oh. <laughs> R-O-T. That's what that species is called. They are called Rot. Okay. That's, you can... that's a choice. It is a choice. Um, you get hats for them if you pre-order the games like party hats and one of them is a cake uh you get other hats and a golden rot skin if you pre-order the digital deluxe edition as well as a new staff for kenner so that's interesting uh okay. it looks fine like you say playstation plus special
1: oh 100 yeah i like unless this comes out with just like amazing reviews i yeah that's that's definitely marked us it'll come to ps plus eventually just just wait it out
0: yeah i think actually if we move backwards now through the things that we didn't talk about since we've jumped to kenna um the biggest surprise of the of the set of play for me was hey oddwald the soul storm
1: actually has a date now it's actually going to come out i wish i could contribute to this section michael but because i care so little about anything to do with abe's Odyssey, i genuinely didn't pay attention <laughs> It's just—it's more so like in other directs
0: where I've been like this game feels like it's been in development longer than it took the previous four games to come out. Yeah, just forever in fucking development, but it's coming out April sixth, and we're getting it for free on PlayStation Five. What? Yeah, that was—that's why you should have paid attention. Um, the next month's games, uh, the PlayStation Five. There is a, a, an additional PlayStation Five game available but you've still been able to get destruction all-stars following that um destruction all-stars leaves plus on at uh, the end of march and then start of april your your next big playstation 5 freebie is odd world
1: soul that is an odd business tactic um but i suppose right now there's only a few people who actually have a ps5 so giving That's away games true. for free probably isn't all that bad like if this was a year down the line the heck giving away like brand new stuff like this without charging for it, without doing something like the xbox game pass but i mean good for you i'm happy that you get to play a game you've been excited about for years for free that's that's nice at least
0: yeah i am the one percent it's cool (laughs) (laughs) finally well um the thing that preceded this is here's a one-line review they showed off gameplay for five nights
1: at freddy's and it's a game that none of us will play nope could not give even less of a shit about that than i do about abe's odd
0: yeah yeah
1: let's just leave that
0: there they showed off gameplay for solar ash and i'm 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 looking at it and i go i know that this is from the hyper life drifter people and i know it's supposed to be good but once again this is screaming this is going to be a freebie i'm going to play this when i don't have to play to pay for it it looks fine but jesus christ i'm
1: done with games that look like this for, for buying to be honest i think it looked really nice my problem was this is part two of the existential crisis of i don't think i think i'm now getting past the age where i can play this efficiently it's moving so goddamn fast that i don't know if i can keep up with it anymore i should point out i make it seem like i'm 57 i've just turned 30 but, I just know that it's a diminishing returns from here on out, and I just don't have that twitchy level of gameplay that, like, if the flying sections in Immortals Phoenix Rise have taught me anything, is that I, I, I'm losing a bit of my edge, slash that game's flying mechanics are arse, but, <laughs> that, that's why I looked at this, and again, for, it comes for free, I'd really like to try this out, the traversal, the speed of everything, that it's like, everything is about forward momentum. And even the combat, you don't really ever seem to slow down. It's just all going forward, basically like third-person Mirror's Edge, like it's just always forward momentum at all times. That's great, but as the difficulty goes up, you've got to be more reflect, uh, reflexive, and stuff like that. I don't know if I have that in me anymore, Michael. (laughs) Is this what happens when you turn thirty? Have I only got twelve months of being
0: somewhat mediocre at video games left?
1: Yeah, you, you can feel like, because it's the thing, I read, like, esports professional esports players, especially for, like, stuff like Card and, and Fortnite, your career is over by the age of 22, just because you can't keep up with, like, these 17-year-olds who have nothing better than to play this 24 hours a day, and can react to things with the, you know, reflexes of a fly, and, you know, so you have that nice bit between 22 and 30, where you're like, I'm still good, I can still do stuff, and now it's just, it's gone just start learning chess michael that's going to be your speed soon
0: is this why everybody we know is getting into like board games because that doesn't require reactions yes. whatsoever
1: exactly that yeah <laughs> this is why darts and pool become a bigger part of your life as you get older because you haven't got a. you know, you're not needed to be thinking all that fast it's great oh god oh no <laughs> that is a uh, the fact that i already like pool
0: is just that's that's setting on a dark path Darren. oh
1: you'll you'll be a snooker fan soon michael
0: You'll, oh, you'll
1: like no. I, I, I achieved that years ago, but mm. I'm one of those few people who genuinely can sit there all day and watch snooker. But uh yeah, it's coming for you too. Enjoy. Oh, no. You'll be you'll be into darts soon. Listening to Chaz and Dave and everything, it's yes. just going to be fucking hell. Yes, it comes for you. My God, it comes <laughs> for us all.
0: <laughs> oh God, let's talk about games before we end up literally in flat caps drinking stout.
1: We can uh, do like well, Death did... Loop is something similar to that of like. Do I have the skill set anymore to play this ultra-fast, very twitchy gameplay? It looks... I'm kind of, like, a bit overseen... Do you remember when we kept getting trailers for Black Panther? We went through, like, that six to nine-month period. Whenever we went... Either of us went to showcase. We'd come back and report, oh, yeah, the Black Panther trailer was on this. And it got done to death. I feel like that's Deathloop now. I've just seen so many... They're all good, but... I'm really ready to see, like, extended gameplay of this, because it, it looks very easy to make it look swish, but I need a bit more substance now. Do you think this is, like, this is um, Microsoft trying to play their
0: hand of you get so sick of hearing about this <laughs> that you don't buy it?
1: Maybe. They're just trying to drill it into the floor so that they can, like, you know, Sony goes, oh, OK, it's not really saying well. Xbox, you can have it earlier than we planned. You haven't got to wait until you just have it now. And then they start <laughs> cackling. Uh, yeah, that's not actually. That explains a lot. We,
0: we, we can't give in to these, uh, <laughs> these manipulative tactics by the Microsoft Corporation. Oh, God. Bill Gates
1: is trying to microchip us. They uh, tried I'm to not warn not... us, Michael. It, it turns <laughs> out it wasn't the vaccine, it was Deathloop famous.
0: Bill Gates has got sick of mind controlling Marjorie, he was had a COVID jab, and now he's trying to ruin Deathloop. <laughs>
1: But he can now control my dad and my brother, so, I mean, good for them. I'm sure he's having a whale of a time wondering where he's all the... He's, he's nearly got all the Guttridge clan. Maybe it's a Pokemon thing for him. He just wants all of us. <laughs> he has to finish his human decks. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, living, living dex. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh,
0: more about Pokedexes later. I swear to Christ, this is still a Pokemon podcast.
1: We're getting there, we're getting there. We, we thought this would be brief, um, but Devloop looks cool, want to play it, want to see more. Yes, uh, finally.
0: Uh, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake intergrade. Um Otherwise, on the Final Fantasy VII Remake, we've spruced it up the smallest amount.
1: Uh, this was hilarious, right? So they did the graphics comparison, which when they were doing PS4 and PS... Uh, sorry, PS3 and PS4 side by side was worthwhile showing but there is no point they are parody at this point of saying this is what the ps4 looks like this is what the ps5 looked like because it's just lighting and lighting's great but it doesn't really feel like this is a necessary this wasn't a state of play closer if they come out with extended ratchet and clank stuff fine if they come out with like the first Gameplay of Horizon Forbidden West, even if it was a relatively small section, better. But to close with, like, version 1.001 of Final Fantasy VII Remake is hilarious to me. Because, like I said, when we were going through um, the PS5 pitch uh, video, I said the the thing that's going to set the PS5 apart is not graphics. Graphics have... they're not hitting an apex or whatever, and there's still room to manoeuvre there. It's about what the processing power can do. You have to be able to show more. So doing graphics comparisons for a game that isn't even a year old yet on Virgin like console is not worthy of closing the show. Because if I put my dad in front of these two and said which one is playing on the PS5, first of all he asked me why he was I was picking on him, but then he asked, he'd, he'd go, "There's no difference. This is a trick question. That's the same game."
0: Yeah. they focused on the fidelity of the the gameplay and not the frame rate which i don't want to become a frame rate snob but everything is better in 60 fps i've been playing spider-man remastered the other day and i put it into uh, fidelity mode for 20 seconds i was like oh how did i play this in 30 I, i need the fluidity and i turned it back to um performance ray trace mode Because, yeah, that that would have sold me on Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade because it'd be like, hey, you know that game that already looks good, now it still looks
1: good and performs better. Like, yes, give me Mm -hmm. that, please. Now, if it was all part of a practical joke that um, developed over the next few days, I'm all for it because then they announced that next month, I mean, after giving us Control and Concrete Genie as the PS Plus games for... Uh, February, they've even like stepped it up, I was on the verge, I'm like wrapping up Immortals now, and I was thinking that by the time i do that, Lego Star Wars would be, you know, in view, but they still haven't put a date out for that, so I was thinking, maybe it's time to give Final Fantasy 7 a go, and I'll go, you know, I'll see if I'm getting second hand or anything, I don't feel like paying full price for it, no need, it's coming to PS Plus for PS4 owners. Not you, cheeky PS5. I'm guessing you can still play it on the PS5, but you're not getting the upgraded version. Sucks to be you. No, we're not. The the interesting thing about that is actually, if you
0: try to upgrade the the free version, you're completely locked out of the upgrade path. So if you want Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation Five, you've either got to go out like in the in the short amount of time between March and June, you have to go out and buy the disc version. So that you can upgrade for free to the PlayStation 5 version. Or buy the PlayStation 5 version, which is, no joke, 70 quid.
1: No one is going to bother to do that, right? Because like, if you can... So I'm guessing if you have PS Plus, you can play this version of Final Fantasy VII. Just not the upgrade version, right? Yeah, the,
0: all the PlayStation 4 games are available to download and play on PlayStation 5. If you own PlayStation 5 you get to access all four games which are coming out um, in the March Plus update, which obviously we've talked about. Final Fantasy Seven Remake, uh, Remnant from the Ashes, uh, Maquette, which is your PlayStation 5 exclusive. It looks like a puzzle game. And uh, Farpoint, which is a PlayStation VR game. So that probably is the only thing you won't be able to play on PlayStation 5 immediately because I, I don't think that they've come out with the... Um... Oh, wait, no, they offered it as a freebie, didn't they? anybody who's got a playstation vr headset can send off a uh, like a form online and get an adapter for the playstation 5 for nothing
1: yeah they also did announce not in this state of play which again strange but they did announce there is a psvr 2 in the pipeline we'll be getting that at some point um but yeah so they've completely invalidated the need for final fantasy interlude within two days because who are these people that instead of getting to play it for free and getting a very good-looking game, are willing to pay, well, potentially £70 to pay a slightly better-looking game in a few months' time.
0: Now, you, you say that, Darren.
1: <laughs> Maggle. Look, if that game
0: doesn't run up... If I can download Final Fantasy VII Remake and it runs at 60 frames a second on the PlayStation 5, I have no need to purchase it. However, I'm going to keep my eye on the pre-owned disc version of the PlayStation 4 game because if it goes to a tenner, mm. and then it's you pay ten pounds and you get the PlayStation 5 version that runs at
1: sixty or whatever, I'd be like, I would pay it. I would pay ten pounds to play that game at okay. sixty. Fair enough. I'll give you. That. Says he doesn't want to become a frame rate snob. Shows frame rate snob <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> It'll happen to you too. You were losing that fight faster than Sony lost the need to make Final Fantasy VII interlude. In yes, it will happen to me, but I embrace it, Michael. I'm ready to be a frame rate snob.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I, I didn't think it would affect me this badly, but Jesus Christ, Taran, there's no yeah. going back. I really want to play in. Ghost of Tsushima again because they gave that the 60 frame treatment as well. Oh, that's going to look good in 60 frames a second. Fuck
1: me, it's going to be Oof. great. Right, should we talk Pokemon? would you that... like to yes on this <laughs> pokemon podcast um <laughs> yes. sorry for oh. people who only own switches um trying to, to sit through that but fucking hell sorry guys we had to cover it because it wasn't worth doing an episode for plus you would have switched off after the pokemon talk if we didn't put it up front so you know we've got to think about those uh we got to think about those viewing numbers um
0: yeah th- cool. now yes. would be
1: the perfect time to run ads if we were professional oh that would be smart wouldn't it well, we could just advertise ourselves i guess anyway um well the good news is michael we're about to come into some money, but more on that later.
0: Yeah, yeah, more on that later. Um, the Pokémon Presents started... It was a 20-minute live stream, so mm. that's about normally as long as it is, and normally they get to talk about three or four titles. They spent mm. the first five
1: minutes giving themselves the biggest fucking blowjob any franchise has ever given themselves. Yeah, so this video was you know, saying, this is the year, and these are all the assorted Pokémon paraphernalia that came out that time round. they felt the need to keep repeating anime and trading cards like no no you didn't i know it was a new season but you didn't reboot the entire anime every time a new game came out so they could have cost they could have saved at least a minute there by just only mentioning the anime and the trading cards the first time round. yeah but uh it was nice like
0: good it It was good it was surprising to see just how many things that they've done you, you kind of yeah. forget you know oh yeah they actually had to invent a microphone peripheral for the n64 for hey you pikachu it's like yeah lads you've you've wasted some money in some phenomenal ways
1: they really but to be fair though i've brought quite a lot of it so i don't know if they really wasted that money i mean if you kept hold of some of that paraphernalia especially from the early days Mm. you've got some you you, that's your university tuition paid off at the very least they had (laughs) um the guy who runs
0: like own copies of pokemon puzzle league and also the pokemon mini
1: like me that feel very validated right now (laughs) you feel good well this thing they um the guy who runs uh put out like a couple of hours beforehand you might want to listen to radio one i was like okay And I put that on, and they had him and his girlfriend on Newsbeat on Radio 1. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, good for him, that's nice. And they were talking about, you know, the 25th anniversary and all that good business. And they asked him, like, well, you know, how much memorabilia have you got? Are we talking car or are we talking house? And he was like, oh, house. Definitely (laughs) house. Like, he's he's got, like, a few rooms full of stuff, but he's got, like, the the ultra-rare stuff. So, yeah, he could he could upgrade when necessary and i'm like damn i should have speculated when i was 10 <laughs> the thing is
0: you would you would be so beholden that the amount of work that joe merrick does on uh, on sarah b mm. Th- i mean that's his fucking life now that's it
1: true true but i mean if it's got him house money that's that's pretty good i imagine he already lives in a house so he's got two house money and that's the level damn. of money i aspire to have So, yeah, I really wish I just brought packs and, like, lost them somehow in my house and then found them. Because if you have unopened original set base Pokemon cards, oh, boy, you're going to make some money. Especially if you can weigh them and you know there's a shiny in there. I know. See, right at the start of lockdown, I thought, is now the time to start building, like, I don't necessarily need the best ones. I just want to have base fossil, rockets, and jungle. And I, I should have started at the start of lockdown, because now the, the speculator market has gone through the roof. More economics talk on this Pokémon podcast. <laughs> no one expected this
0: shit. I've actually got... Uh, I'm sure you've got it as well. I think everybody's got Shiny Charizard from the base set. Fuck um, you, Michael. No, well, here, here's the thing, Darren. Mine is completely worthless. It's 100% worthless. It's scratched to fuck. Because my dad found it outside a news in the rain. Um, Damn. But the thing is, I would never get rid of that card. Because much like what this um, this montage was trying to do, that's very much a big memory for me. Like, when my dad validated um, the importance of shiny Charizard, when he was more excited that he'd found it
1: on the floor than I was. Oh, I. It's not worth it, Michael. I'd bite off you. I don't have one. <laughs> I I remember the day my friend, like, traded 12, 12 shinies to get his, and I've been jealous of it ever since. I don't even like Charizard, and I want that card. But, uh, no, the best I have is an Ancient Mew. Like, that's about it. Uh, an original, yeah, I have really? a scratch-to-fuck Machamp, and I have Dark Charizard. I got two Dark Charizards, but that's not as good. So, yeah, really should have... Again, though his 10-year-old Dan was a bit more into business and not just, "I oh, really want to be the sword card. Silly bastard. Um, right, so, yes, they did this, they recapped everything, and then they were like, right, we know about Pokemon Snap, so we're going to open with that. Cool. This is the first trailer I was like, it, it's, it's tipped me in the favour of, okay, I'm probably going to buy this. I don't know if it's a day yes. one purchase necessarily, but it looks so chill. It, it looks so nice.
0: It's such a nice looking game. Like, you look at. As much as I love it, and I don't get the hate, but you look at Sword and Shield, and then you look at new Pokemon Snap, you're like, which one looks like it's running on the newest hardware? Yeah. (laughs) And it's definitely Pokemon Snap.
1: It is. It looks. Uh, See, they've added a bit more nuance to it than you had in the original game. Good. Um, I'm still not sure about. Because apparently, like I think you told me like the, the point scoring system in the first one was so arbitrary. It may as well be like the Mock the Week scoring system if it doesn't really exist outside <laughs> yeah. of the mind of Daro Breen. And I mean that for both Pokemon Snap and Mock the Week. Like It doesn't really have a tangible way of going, right, if you do this, 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 and this you will get maximum points. I suppose that means it's more open for experimentation. you just got to keep throwing stuff at the wall until you get that perfect picture of the Jolteon. But that then kind of, it depends on what mood I'm going to try and play this in. Am I going for 100%? Because then I'm going to get real annoyed. If I'm just going to play it through once and be happy with my experience, I'm less concerned about that.
0: Yeah, as somebody who has completed Pokemon Snap on the N64, I think twice I think I've completed Damn. it. Um, like it's, I think that's one of the easiest games to get from A to B. It's a bit more difficult to complete it. This one looks like it's going to be a lot more involved. And it's asking for very specific things as well. So, I mean, the introduction of the Illumina Orb shows that, yeah, you you know, changing some of the Pokémon's moves, colours or effects is is a separate photo altogether. I think it's like you need four separate individual different photos of each Pokémon. And there's confirmed to be over 200. So yeah there's a, a lot there's a lot of them uh so there's gonna be a hell of a lot more content in this than there was in the original thank christ i think what you know you hit the nail on the head where there's different behaviors because the bit that really stood out to me was when they zoomed in on the grookey and the Pichu, and they reacted to being looked at they were like ah fuck get away from the camera <laughs> we'll steal our souls Th- that was genuinely interesting to look at because i think there's a lot more at play here a lot more mechanics going on than what there was in the original i mean obviously that was a nintendo 64 game and it's obviously going to be a bit more technologically advanced than that but nothing appears to be on a set path you can very much affect a lot more in this world and that makes me very excited
1: and it's obviously got a photo mode which is a a trend that i've never really understood but it seems like every game needs to mention explicitly in the release trailer that it has photo mode it makes sense for this one because it's an entire photo mode game um, it'd be a bit weird if it didn't have photo mode but if you enjoy that type of thing great um, yeah and and they, are they, I, I'm surprised they spunk Celebi in this and was like you know here it is because I know that the last level of uh, Pokemon staff is like Mew and was the first time Mew was canonically in a game I think so you would have thought they would have saved Celebi for a similar kind of reveal at the end but okay people like Celebi I guess so it's, That's it's true
0: some numbers it says to me that that might be a few more surprises in there though I, I don't ah, think
1: Celebi is yeah. going to be the only mythical in there fair enough so you now, if it's like that would interest me there's like you have to do a lot of certain different things to make a mythical sport say there's a mythical in every level but you have to do like a tick list of like 20 things to make that thing turn up that's replayability more so than oh no you've literally got to get this picture of a joltic within like a two frame space otherwise you don't get five stars on it that will annoy me
0: yeah yeah i'm I'm hoping that the the scoring system is going to be a bit more understandable and fair to say the least compared to the original
1: it does look like it's going
0: down that way though
1: no it, it does seem a bit more forgiving and i mean obviously technology has improved so much that it can be more forgiving i guess so because they can just do a lot more things um but yeah it looked cool um but it wasn't the thing that got me the most excited it was uh, by far and away the bronze medal of things they announced on this direct
0: what bronze medal okay that that's that's bullshit this, this looks better than what we're going to talk about next darren okay that's balls on the table for um for the next thing isn't it so they so they did that they talked about some events that are coming in pokemon cafe mix pokemon go and pokemon masters
1: mm-hmm. that, that's cool for everybody who plays those games um well the thing is like Every celebration they have for Pokemon has Kanto Pokemon coming back to Pokemon Go. like, everybody's got the Kanto Pokemon, for God's sake. Stop (laughs) celebrating everything with Kanto. It's annoying. Like, no, I know there's Kanto bias, but, oh, my God, it's just every... It seems like every week, whenever I go for a walk, I'm like, right, okay, I get to go out for a little bit, hopefully going to catch some stuff. Still well behind on all the... um, all the Kalos stuff. There's still a good chunk of Yenova I haven't even seen yet. And, oh no, there's a Geodude event on. Oh, cool. Okay, fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's just so much Kanto bias when it comes to Pokemon Go. It's ridiculous.
1: It is. But, uh, yeah, I, the other two, I haven't played Cafe Pokemon Mix. That that doesn't seem like it no. to me.
0: I don't think we're the target audience for that one, Darren.
1: No, and Pokemon Masters, just that's that's just a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Quite clearly, a pyramid scheme's gone awry. It's just there to make money. That couldn't be more. It's like if EA made a Pokemon game. It's, it's so vagrant. So no, I'm good. I'm 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 fine with that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I wasn't a fan of it. I tried it. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it. It's it's fine enough for everybody who likes the anime, and for everyone else, there's other games, so it's okay. So okay, the big announcements, the big closer. Um, it was actually a two-parter. Um, so they they were like, okay, time for the for the next entry in the actual series you give a shit about, um, and then they did the time tunnel backwards through Gen Eight, Seven, Six, Five, and then stopping at two thousand and seven, and at that point, I think they'd made the money. Like all mm-hmm. they have to do is show an an original like tanky grey DS running Diamond and Pearl, and already people's wallets are opening and then they showed the Sinnoh remakes and a lot of questions started to arise (laughs) oh boy um so Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl the Sinnoh remakes not being developed by Game Freak is a one-to-one remake of the original does look like Link's Awakening but worse isn't sparking any joy
1: okay I'll give you that. The overworld looks very uh, Animal Crossing to me. It's all big head, chibi stuff. But I guess oh, this is the thing. When they did um, uh, Alpha Sapphire and uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they did it in the uh, in the X and Y engine because that was the the thing at the time. So the the thinking would be, well, they're going to do this in the Sword and Shield engine. However. I think the way they can legitimise the uh, remake games is not necessarily by aping whatever the style is of the game that's just come out. It's actually to do something like this. Make it more like the old school Pokemon experiences. Um, I mean, they're only going to have to do this one more time for black and white in like the next, you know, in like four or five years' time. And then they're kind of up to speed with, you know, Kalos kind of does it like a beta version of what we eventually got in Sword and Shield anyway. Mm. having said that the over the top isometric thing I'm okay with it coming back I don't necessarily need Sino to look like that particularly about some, something else in anything that direct kind of helps that out a lot as well mm. uh, yeah I, I might admit the, the overworld um, graphics aren't great particularly how they jar with everyone looking normal in the battle animations and then going back to the weird massive head thing but, yeah I mean I don't know what people wanted, like, if they had have made it completely open world and put open areas, wild areas and stuff people would have complained, because, so, oh no, I was looking forward to an old school Pokemon remake if they'd done it as faithful as they'd done here, people have obviously gone, well, no, I wanted something new and exciting, people don't know what they want
0: no, no they don't
1: and without without trying to shit on our
0: own fandom here, because I'm assuming that a Pokemon podcast, people listen to it like Pokemon but we're all fucking babies and we need to get over it <laughs> like they they made a decision it's the wrong decision but they made one they had to make one and they went with this um i think for me it's i think this was the point where this is the the lowest opinion of game freak i'd had in a long while which was then immediately rectified with great fire and fury um Mm -hmm. because it just it felt it felt too easy, and it felt very like, well, here's your fucking Sinnoh remake, stop moaning. Before they said it was being handled by another studio. And I think that's the difference, because much like Nintendo wants to kill off directs, I think Game Freak wants to kill off remakes. I don't think they want to do them anymore. They wanted to... They've remade Kanto three times, because Kanto makes the big money. Mm -hmm. I understand that. They remade Johto in what is arguably still the best pokemon game to have ever come out Hargon and soul silver it's unparalleled in my opinion they're the best ones and then you've got mega ruby of sapphire which i really enjoyed but as it turns out some people fucking hated which i don't mm. get at all it was better than x and y it gave us more megas it mm. canonized the appearance of deoxys and rayquaza it made those games better there is no reason to play Ruby Sapphire Emerald with the existence of America Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. It's flat out
1: the better game. It is. But some people have, like, that hate for Hoenn, though, don't they? Because it's, like, the end of the golden period. Like, it's not, you know, everyone loves red and blue, everyone loves gold and silver, whereas Ruby and Sapphire were like, that's the turning point. Because people air rage, that's a lot of people's stepping off point, is they didn't get a Game point advance so they didn't get Ruby Sapphire, so their Pokemon interest died. So I've always felt that like people have the knives out for um, for that. They also have the knives out for Unova. Odd-numbered Pokemon games people tend to have a little bit of uh, anger towards. But anyway, mm. yeah, I, I agree, that, that, that does make no sense, because they are clearly better. This one isn't striving to necessarily be better, I don't think. Because, I mean, y- you look at... Omega Sapphire. it did change up because it did have megas in there i don't know this didn't look like this is setting the stage for gigantamax pokemon in Sinnoh, like at all it does look like the most straight up remake they're making
0: yeah because even even all the kanto remakes they've done have, have been a gradual improvement or at least a sidestep of ideas like i didn't enjoy let's go but you can't deny it's a new way to experience Kanto. And I. this is the thing. This I, 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 I think that the surface level argument of how bad Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl look is that chibi art style. And what some people see as that being a cheap argument to shit on the game for no reason. I think it's actually really warranted. Because they, have, they had two art styles sitting there going unused. That they could have given to another studio. It's not a problem to share the assets. Pokemon Mm -hmm. still hold the license. They'll still make most of the money. The Pokemon Company ain't in danger of losing any money. It's the single most profitable franchise in the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. That is fact. There was no danger of this being a big risk. And yet, they went with that incredibly safe, incredibly childish and... Not really that innovative method of making everybody look like a fucking Playmobil figure. Mm-hmm. When they had... I didn't like the gameplay of the Let's Go games, but I can't fault the art style. It's really nice. It's a Looked nice good. game to look at.
1: It did. But... But... If we have to have this to allow the other thing... Because mm-hmm. this is... Do you know that mean? Of the guy walking with a girl and he's like looking back at a different girl that's walked past. Yeah. That has never been more apt than this direct <laughs> of people like, that just said Gen 4 stands walking with the uh, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl but then looking back at the new thing we get getting. Because <laughs> like the, 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 the peak and trough of gen 4 hype was maybe about two minutes long oh we really want this we really want this oh this is what we're getting oh this is horrible and i don't like it and immediately forgetting about it as the top priority because literally the day before i think or maybe two days before me and michael were discussing how arceus has no real kayfabe in world use because I it was a... I've got go to get
0: on. our chat up because
1: it was fucking yep. phenomenal. Like just read it verbatim because it is you know, it's, it's we're we getting scary clairvoyant at a few things. This in particular. <laughs> Here we
0: go. I said I just wanna see Arceus not wasted. His bomb ass battle theme must be given the orchestral treatment it deserves. And then you said, it is weird that the god of Pokemon has never really meant a lot to in-game kayfabe. Arceus and Volcanion have had the same level of narrative impact. I said, Christ, Zygarde just wants its own theme. <laughs> and then you quite narrowed and point. Neatly pointed out, the fur throw that you chase through a garden in X and Y has taken up more time in game than our lord and savior. And then we ended with the uh, remember Pico the Wingle, narratively more important than the canonical deity of the
1: entire franchise. Which is bizarre, right? That the the, the the Pokemon that they deem to be now this is the Alpha, this is the Omega, this is the top of the tree, the Apex is arceus no one can figure out what its name is because it hasn't been in enough things for us to figure out what its name is meant to be it changes every week so it's fine but the fact that because he was a downloadable pokemon both times he's been available in the game he he's uh, genderless it has been a downloadable Pokémon both times it's been in the game it i think it's mentioned in passing when you're dealing with the Palkia and dialga stuff in mm-hmm. um diamond pull but it's never been yet. Yeah, canonized so
0: have you have you ever hacked in the azure flute and played what was supposed to be the arceus event i haven't no see i had um an r4 card at the time of the nintendo ds so i did it i i played the event and i battled the level 80 arceus um it's cool the reason that that entire event was cancelled was because um thought it was too too difficult for people to figure out and like you go to the place where the legendaries were and literally a prompt comes up saying do you want to play the flute
1: that's it wasn't fucking hard at all so madness the he's not being ordained and so we, (laughs) we said that the day before now also cast your mind back to um a grab bag pitch episode we did last year Pitching tent
0: episode eleven. Go listen to it on SoundCloud.
1: Boom! Where we were just throwing ideas at the ball, and Michael pitched this game. Almost literally, this game. <laughs> it is early. It is before like widespread human colonization of the Pokemon world. Evans in the wild. You're building your first Pokedex. All I'm saying is, Michael, we're in the money because I reckon that royalty check is coming. ASAP to either your house or mine, because we we (laughs) did them a solid by inventing them the game that's got everyone talking. So you're welcome. I hope the check's in the mail. To quote one
0: of the greatest scholars of our time, one Rihanna, (laughs) Bitch better have my
1: money. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just said, I want two house money. If you can make that dream come true, that's all I want, Nintendo. The rest of it's yours. It's fine. Because, I mean, technically we pitched it on i think we said the orange islands and you were playing as a young professor oak that's not happening here and you've tweaked a few things and that's fine that's your prerogative but you can't deny that we did this for you so pay up yeah
0: pay the fuck up because pokemon legends arceus is our idea
1: make us millionaires in yen it's not that difficult
0: no you you can afford the most profitable franchise in the world has enough money to give us a million yen
1: exactly it's not that hard because i remember fencing that episode saying i'm now annoyed it's the best feeling you ever have with a pitch episode is you finish going i'm now really annoyed that i'm never going to get to play that game and yet <laughs> here we are <laughs> oh my
0: god it's actually happening darren like this is what has like we had the immediate trough of how fucking basic brilliant diamond and shining pearl look like i say that i know damn well i'm gonna buy it you don't have to point it out to me (laughs) but (laughs) but then like there was that like little tingle of a bell and it was like one more thing and uh i don't think anybody saw this come weirdly though darren this did leak this leaked and because it? it genuinely i was looking at twitter about two hours before the direct mostly to try and avoid uh, WandaVision, so I started looking through Pokemon stuff. I didn't want to have WandaVision spoilers. This, I saw this two hours before it launched, and genuinely, the reaction of me, Pokemon commentators, and people around the world was, there's no way that's real, it looks too good. <laughs>
1: No, that can't possibly happen. That's too brave. They're cowards over there. They wouldn't do this. They this could have done this cle- last ten years. <laughs> this is clearly a fan game that somebody's made a
0: Japanese logo for. It's not yeah. real. It will never happen. Oh, yeah. fuck, it's real.
1: <laughs> Every other week, some fucker remakes something in the Unreal Engine, and Nintendo comes and shuts it down. I wish them all the fortune in all the balls to come, because they're going to get their ass shut down quick when they show off whatever they say. Oh, God, yes. So, or, oh, or oh. there's a few mm-mm. there's a few things. There's okay. There's yeah. largely only one thing. The overworld animations a bit strange. That everyone's got like rudimentary Parkinson's disease. That's a bit <laughs> strange. Yeah, the, the chingling with two frames of animation. Yeah, but it's like I thought maybe that's just chingling. But the chimchar's are doing it. The Rhyhorn does it. They're all that like. D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. I'm like, oh, ew, ew, that's a choice um but I, I guess they're just making unique graphics choices these days that's their that's their kink part
0: of me wants to believe that this is not we are not looking at the final version of the game yeah and we're yeah, still is... we're still more than 12 months out from this yeah, game
1: this is alpha footage hopefully
0: because jesus christ it's pokemon breath of the wild it's like oh. they if you're gonna rip off a game you may as well rip off one of the greatest games of all time (laughs) uh, (laughs) that's what immortals did (laughs) and that's not that's not great the the the, the levels of success are entirely dependent on the
1: aspirations of the studio if you're gonna rip off anything yeah you're right rip off the greatest video game ever made and it's nintendo ripping off nintendo so i feel like it's fine um yeah if you can literally have all of link's traversal skills but you're going around catching Pokemon. That's that's a perfect oh,
0: game. Oh, Darren, I've got to find the the link, the leaks, because there was there was some information in the leaks that wasn't in the the direct, and it showed um, the ability to ride on Pokemon, yeah. have Pokemon climb you up a mountain, and fucking True. fly. There you go.
1: See, oh my God, that's literally what we pitched. We said you just get Pokemon that then like Metroidvania style unlock more of the map because you would get like. Uh, you can get like kind of like how they did it in Kalos. You get a Machamp that can move the rocks. You get a Mantine that you can surf on. You get whatever can climb. Or most things can learn rock climb. You get I don't know, fuck it, a Dunsparce that can climb up walls vertically. Sweet. That's what we pick. Oh my god, they owe so much money. Hang on, I'm, um, sending, I'm
0: sending you the link now because Pokemon Centro, who are fucking brilliant at leaking information for Pokemon games, um, leaked. Oh, I'm sending you this right the fuck now you have to see this um let's get that because
1: that's oh god it's the perfect game that's that's i mean yeah the the, the graphic thing aside, like, and I, I like great that they picked a very eclectic choice of starters like with have it uh oh god rail Cinderquill, uh cinder and Osha. what i want to say
0: yeah um
1: yeah so yeah round it's in the
0: quill so pokemon from gen 2 gen 5 and gen 7 i i really appreciate that they've 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 gone this route because this because but bear in mind this is being made by game freak so this is this is their intermediary project this is what they've been working on this is the big thing it's cool this instead of a let's go game gets me very very fucking excited fuck yes um the in- i think the interesting thing is that it's very much sino so sino sino stands got uh, the best and, and worst of both worlds mm-hmm. with these two games but this is very much the pokemon that they showed off are from the sino decks and it is very much the game of you're making the first pokedex but you're doing it for the sino region so it's interesting that they give you Pokémon to start off with that are very much not in the Sinnoh decks. That I find interesting, and I, I don't know. I, I think it's the right thing to do, weirdly enough, because otherwise it could just be open-world Sinnoh with no twists, no tweaks, no nothing. But they've changed the starters completely. They're giving you an interesting story. We don't even know how Arceus comes into it yet. That's a big question mark. mm and then, of course, the gameplay change. We haven't spoken about the fucking footage where you did a fucking roll into the grass and you aim the pokeball Ah, for... like, oh. oh, I I honestly don't care if this game turns out to not be brilliant because at least they're trying something new. At least they're attempting to be innovative in some form. Just the possibility of playing a Pokémon game that is not just a very kid-friendly turn-based RPG its very exciting to me. <laughs>
1: it's, it's Right, I'm just having a quick power through the uh, link. Not the, anything about climbing. In the second link
0: I sent you, you want to go down and look at the uh, the tweets from uh, Fr who um, right. leaked the vast majority of the information, which was then picked up by Pokemon Centro. Um, right. And you want to look at their second tweet, oh, first yeah. image.
1: Yeah, and you, you can it, see it, those
0: outlines. of
1: Who are those Pokemon? Why is it in silhouette? Uh, oh, well,
0: this is it. I don't think that they have decided which Pokemon will be compatible. So they, right. they appear to have done fake Stantler, fake Machamp, and fake Corviknight. Yeah, sweet. But, but oh
1: it's there it's going to have traversal well holy fuck that's i'm i'm I'm, a, I'm not more excited for that than i am breath of the world Two because that's a known commodity that now takes silver medal over even god of war 2 as oh i chopped my left arm off to play this game right now <laughs> <laughs> like this is like, it's like the, the start as being a bit eclectic is great for once this is where i would have liked Canto bias because my god to i want my bulbasaur by my side when i do this <laughs>
0: that's
1: all i want that's, that's all i want like oh this is great again if they had to sacrifice look people were knocking off their backs about a Sinnoh remake and if it was just this i think people would still be annoyed they didn't get the gen 4 remakes they wanted but didn't really know they wanted mm. so Fair enough, but if if you have to sacrifice, if you say, outsource the Gen 4 remake so they'll shut up about it so we can focus on this, that's great. And maybe this is meant to be like the halfway house, because some of the stuff they put into Let's Go eventually informed what they did in Sword and Shield. This is very much a beta test for what Gen 9's going to be. I'm not saying it's going to be this level of open world, because I don't think that's necessarily sustainable. If this becomes its own offshoot series of games, brilliant. Like, because you can just... That's how you do the remakes. You don't do what they've done with, you know, whatever the Diamond and Pearl one is. You do this. You go back to Kanto, but it's in this form, and, you, you know, you find all that stuff. You could in- incorporate stuff from Snap with all the, the photo mechanics, if you want to do that, for, like, taking the picture of the Pokémon for the Pokédex. Oh.
0: There's so much...
1: Yeah, yep, 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 yep. It's just so much scope for this game, and it's just oh, God, I want it. Just land this plane, Nintendo. Just land <laughs> this one. I'll tell
0: you it what doesn't... what excites me is the... Um, you don't fucking disappear to a random field every time you go into a battle. It's, like, seamless mm-hmm. part of the world. Like, wherever you're standing, that's where the battle happens.
1: Oh, Oh, man. oh boy. It... How, how did, like... Good God, did Nintendo need to pay the Pokémon company more? Because they are so screwed if they ever leave. Because how miserable were we this point last week talking through drudging through the nintendo director like well what's there to look forward to that's like tangible we know metroid 4's coming we know there's going to be another mario game we know breath of the world 2's sooner rather than later coming but what else is that and then nintendo just so pokemon have just come in and go boom you're looking for this um and yeah all all hype ago like early 2022 like, I know a lot of people said last year took, like, seemed like it went on forever, but I was in the opposite one. Last year kind of flew by, so... Cool. We're going to be getting this... Well, it might even be this time next year. We'll have this game in our hands.
0: Um, oh, boy. Honestly, I would like them to delay it. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I've just found... This is the other half of the childhood dream for Pokémon. We already have the film and it was great, and then you've got mm. this, and it was exactly what the fans have been wanting since they knew it was coming to the Switch. And yep. part of me is looking at the going, it ain't done. Put it back yep. in the oven for as long as it possibly fucking needs. Don't rush this out. Don't, like you've arbitrarily said early 2022, don't rush it. If early 2022 has to be April, May, if it has to be pushed back till November the next year, if it delays Gen Nine, do it. Make this the best it can possibly fucking be. Yep. I think yep. the big question is: is that will will all of this innovation then carry over to Pokemon Gen
1: Nine? I'd afford so because I mean, again, you look at Let's Go. Let's Go had the overworld Pokemon. I mean, the the the, uh, the catching mechanics were very different, but I mean terms of art style and the overworld Pokemon that's what we saw in Sword and Shield now obviously they were quite close together so it's not like they did it in Pokemon Let's Go and then decided oh well we should put this in Sword and Shield like that's not how development work. they were clearly both in development at the same time but they at least gave themselves maybe a 12 month run up on Let's Go without starting Gen 8 to kind of get this stuff in motion and work out the kinks here and then by the time they get round to doing Sword and Shield they figured a lot of it out, they know how they're doing it, and they've tested, you know, beta tested, um, let's go a little bit the note it works. I think we'll see the same here. There's some semblance of Gen 9 is probably already percolating somewhere deep in Game Freak, but they're putting all their energies in this so they can test a lot of things, see how well it goes, and then the best of that, maybe not wholesale gets put into the next game, I don't expect Gen 9 to be completely open world, um, but a lot of the aspects I think work, they either dial down slightly and put them in or put them in altogether. Yeah, 100% this, is, this isn't this is the future necessarily, because I think because it's so much of a departure from the normal gameplay, some people won't want that. I think you, you, you keep a lot of the core systems in place for Gen 9, but I mean, you've got to innovate somehow. You're not changing the turn-based style, so add as much stuff as this you want in. I'm all for it. We haven't even talked about the fact... Arceus is, like, the big deal in this game. So yep. not only has he gone from having, like, a, you know, we don't even know if he has a role to play in Diamond and Pearl. Probably not. It's okay, though. He's getting his own game. <laughs> he is they, very much on the title. He is the box legendary. We massively overcompensated for the lack of Arceus. We will this into existence. That, like, you know, he's not just going to get, like, the Delta episode stuff in, in, um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. He's getting his own fucking game. Oh, so we have to. It's not like you're building up to go and meet fucking Heatran or someone crap like that. You're building up in this game to go and find God. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I was I was trying to explain to Rachel. I was just trying to explain Arceus oh, to Rachel. It didn't go over well. I was like, she was like, hey, who's that? I was like, that's God. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's God. <laughs> why, is, why? is God a dog? Well, same thing. You know, spelled backwards. <laughs> uh, it's all there been there all along um you can catch god I was like yes you can own him it has terrible implications for a 10 year old but yeah <laughs> um so yeah we're gonna be building up to go and meet him he's gonna have a story he's gonna have a point and maybe that's why they've said it like so far back not so much like it's like caveman times but like it's got like beta pokeballs oh my like, god they like look like a so good. thing. Mm. I touch everything. Look, I know a a lot of it's still in development, and it did look like, you know, like an early access Steam, like the best possible early access Steam version of this, but so many little touches like that. The fact they've said it's coming from a professor makes it seem like it's someone we know. Hopefully young Oak. Um, Who is the professor in Diamond and Pearl? Uh, Rowan. He's, He's the old geezer, isn't he? He is pretty old i so it could be professor rowan that would make more sense i think it depends on how far back
0: they want to go because all of the um all of the commentators have said oh it's the feudal game i'm like i mean it's feudal but if you want to if you want to get like proper like history about this it's probably closer to the meiji period so we're talking like if you're looking at the clothes that's more like late 1800s japan more than it is mid 16 to 1700s there's there's a good thousand year gap between those styles of buildings and you don't need to know this it's 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 before um diamond and pearl regardless you know all the pokemon games are very much set in the modern world and this ain't this very much is not
1: Mm. oh it's it's skyward sword it's the earliest point it's oh this is brilliant well done like, to that, that, what a roller coaster that was of an announcement. Of, <laughs> uh, snap, yes, that looks fine. Oh, some stuff's coming to Masters. Cool. Uh, uh, oh, that they've made some choices for Dynapol. Ah, oh, give it me now. They, they now <laughs> have to toy with their emotions. Like, sorry to just be bumbling fanboys, but I think this is appreciated in light of what we did last week where we just sat here going, yeah, then some Japanese RPG came up. I'm excited for Project Triangle Strategy. Hey, that <laughs> seems that seems fun now fuck all that noise this is this is the reason to own a switch i don't need anything else but i do um but the, the it, very interesting thing
0: about this i was just looking it up on wikipedia um to see like release dates for stuff so um brilliant diamond and shining pearl don't have a date it is just late 2021 and then i was looking at the the big list of pokemon games that you get at the bottom of every page on wikipedia mm. mainline games now reads red blue green yellow gold silver crystal ruby sapphire emerald diamond pearl platinum black one, two sorry black white black two white two xy sun moon ultra sun ultra moon sword shield Isle of armor creator of tundra legends arceus this is this is considered to be a mainline game but let's go wasn't but yeah, Let's Go is in the remakes category of Fire Red, Leaf Green, Hard Gold, well, Soul Silver, Mega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Let's Go, Pikachu Eevee,
1: Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Well maybe that's like good. They haven't had like a second core series that runs on like the Mystery Dungeon games, I guess, is like the closest they have to like a second series. Like you look at Mario and he's got fucking he's got side games coming out his ass, but and I mean like, you know, Donkey Kong doesn't really have that I guess but it it, like, it feels like they could have, with all this momentum, they've never really solidified a second series. If this is it, if these two are running parallel, and they... I'm not saying it's like on the Ubisoft, like the, the Call of Duty model, where you have a different studio pumping out a mainline game every other year. I think that's a bit too much, like, you know, on that level of turnaround. But mm. if it falls into, like, so Gen 9, Gen 9 DLC, Pokemon Legends 2, Gen 10... Gen 10 DLC, Legend 3. That's sustainable. I think that's. I don't know who else you base it on because you've started with God. You uh, can only go downhill from there. I know exactly what you do after this.
0: Like, admittedly, this is not my idea. I want to say flat out, this is not my idea. It is, however, the greatest way to redeem X and Y I have ever fucking seen. If Legends works, Legends two needs to be the Kalos
1: War. And Zygarde, you big bad. I'll do you one better. If we're going to do black and white again, you do the original dragon before it's split. into Zekrom and Reshiram. There is the splitting of the dragon. Oh my God, you're right. There you go. Okay, I'll take that back. We have got some scope to play with here. I think Cairo, um, Groudon, Rayquaza, again, we've had Omega Ruby Alpha Alpha, relatively recently, plus... It feels like they needed to have created the earths and the seas well before we turned up. So I don't know if that works. But it is implicitly stated that human beings split apart the original dragon in, in black and white. So mm. there you go. That's, that's maybe... And black and white 2 would be next up. So that made a lot of sense. If if this works, that's what they need to do. They need to do the Legends get. I'm, so, I just,
0: I'm just thinking about a Pokemon game where you've got basically Pokemon Joan of Arc in the middle of the Kalos War. And it's like Ooh. properly medieval England, medieval France inspired. Mm-hmm. Oh, fu- you can then canonically make it that Kalos went to war with Gala. Oh, what if you could pick a side? Oh God! <laughs> oh, Darren, stop me, stop me.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Let's all can't. Let's all remember the the two animation Chimchar, the the Parkinson's Chimchar, and then then that's you yeah. Know, there's still there's still issues here. You know, it's, that's all great. Having said that, I do have some thoughts. Um, so let, let's temper this. It's 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 all looking great, other than a few small gripes. But let's just remember that Immortals Phoenix Rising also attempted to rip off Breath of the Wild, and so did Genshin Impact, and uh, didn't go great for them. Like you know, it's a bit. You know, you think um, Phoenix, knowing the legend of Icarus, would know not to fly too close to the sun. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, Game Freak have a hell of a pedigree. Like, what was the last bad Pokemon game to come out? I mean, people would like, argue
0: it's Sword and Shield, but to me, it would forever yeah, be X and Y. It.
1: Right, X and Y is the one I have the least love for, but that's probably because we killed it to death with our Pokemon challenges, but uh, they're still good games. When you're playing in Rain for the first time, you don't think, well, this is shit you think this is good it's just not my favorite pokemon game Mm. that's a hell of a run of games to have so they have my they have my um confidence that they'll be able to pull off something worthy of you know basically a lifelong uh, anticipated game let's just yeah just just land this ship you can you know what if you need to fuck up metroid 4 to to make this happen fine you're already well on the way to doing that apparently (laughs) that's fine <laughs> like i don't care about it. i mean breath of War is probably going to be fine anyway if they just reuse that engine and put the basic stuff in there if you just put the minish in there i think i'll be happy so good any excuse to play that game again i'll be fine but just just land this ship have all attention going towards <laughs> this plane landing safely and being the game it should be and then brilliant the, the Switch switches I, I think that might make it then nintendo's best console like what yeah. what argument do you really still have to make it the gamecube or the snares or the or the n64 if it has you know the ultimate mario game the ultimate zelda game and then the ultimate pokemon game yeah um, that's true that's, that, that's their strongest ever console uh, without a i think the only thing that makes me nervous
0: is that okay let's count them up red and blue one yellow two gold silver crystal three and four ruby sapphire emerald five and six diamond pearl platinum seven and eight black the the black games 9 and 10 x and y 11 sun and moon ultra moon that's uh 13 sword and shield i'm gonna count that as one that's 15 then fire red leaf green 16 hardcore silver silver 17 omega ruby office offer 18 let's go pikachu ev they made the same game 19 times darren did <laughs> so innovation is not their strong suit i think that they, they they really need to focus on this game <laughs> they really need to make sure that they're not just just you know cranking this one out to go okay we made your open world game can we go back to making group-based games now no it
1: needs to be i don't think it's
0: that oh god i'm, I'm so nervous i want this to be i just want it to be perfect because it has it has all the elements we were asking for we willed this
1: game into existence we did. Want, we literally did. Don't
0: want to be responsible if it's
1: shit. Hey, look, I've banged on for years about really wanting a Marauder-set Harry Potter game. I mean, Hogwarts Mystery isn't... Hogwarts Legacy isn't necessarily that, but it's fucking close enough, so we really just need to start talking about our fantasy games and trying to <laughs> will them into existence. I even saw there's a new dinosaur shooter game coming soon. It's not Dino Crisis, but it's close, so... I'll take that. It's, it's happening. We really, we, we're gaining sentience, Michael. It's great. Uh, do really you still... Do you think the monkeys... Like the
0: monkeys' paw already closed a finger on the Diamond and Pearl remakes, but don't let this one be the last one. No.
1: No, please. Please. Oh, right. It's not... You know what? Last week, we finished this episode, and it was grey, overcast, and pink game. It is a beautiful, soon-to-be-March day outside. So thanks, Arceus. Cheers, big lad.
0: Praise be to
1: Arceus.
0: <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, go away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that and You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at at TheGuttridge. You can follow the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the username Fowl and t That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fowley and t or Fowl and t Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And go to com for more podcasts and more articles like this and more praise, to the ever-loving light that is arceus coming up th- uh, <laughs>
1: next week oh sorry go on, <laughs> so on.
0: i'm using both um pronunciations
1: because i don't know which one's real just just say either arceus Archaeus, arceus it all works um so next week wandavision finally finishes and we get to review it um this will be our first marvel review <laughs> since spider-man far from home Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a hell of a year. So, yeah, we're getting division all wrapped up next week, so we'll have that review ASAP. Uh, We've got some pitches in the uh, pipeline as well, including our first ever Simpsons 1. Who knows why it took us so long to get there? Uh, If you go over to the website, you can listen to, well, our thoughts on Nintendo Direct, but that's basically pointless now. Um, And we also, whether this comes out before or after, I'm not sure, we also have a review of uh, Channel 4's It's a Sin in the pipeline as well
0: we do and of course oscar season is looming down on us a little bit later than normal and we still don't have the nominations so i have to start preparing for it and i have to start watching stuff without knowing if it's even going to be relevant that's going to be fun for us all isn't it michael there's
1: only been five films in the last 12 months it's not going to be that (laughs) difficult to catch up on them (laughs) they keep releasing them at film festivals and it keeps annoying me because i can't get hold of a fucking coffee and it's fine it's fine everything's fine God, your Amazon Prime bill's going to shoot up if they all come on that. I'm genuinely considering buying a VPN because one of the big nominees,
0: Judas and the Black Messiah, is on HBO Max, which we can't get in the UK. So I might have to do that.
1: Fuck everything. Hey, that makes sense because, um, I mean, the Snyder Cut, Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs. Kong are all coming out, I think, in the next month. Do Possibly two, mate. make ones. a good point. Shit, I should probably do that. mm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm cool so there we go that's our plan <laughs> going forward we finally have content to talk about and it's, it's making us happen
0: it very much is praise be to Arceus and we'll see you in the next episode of gotta cast them all bye everybody bye, bye.